Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cornelia Street. Um, this is uh, the end of a three-day Shakespeare festival that we sort of put together um, in an impromptu way. Um, Paul has been doing the sonnets, masterminding the sonnets for maybe quite a few years now. Um, so this is really old hat. But it's lovely to have Simon at the piano and Jacqueline singing the occasional um, song from the period, or from some period. Um, and, these <laughs> and, <laughs> and these wonderful actors, some of whom you know very well because they've been not just here, but elsewhere. So, um, happy birthday, William. believe my verse in time to come if it were filled with your most high deserts though yet heaven knows it is but as a tomb which hides your life and shows not half your parts if I could write the beauty of your eyes and in fresh numbers number all your graces the age to come would say, this poet lies. Such heavenly touches ne'er touched earthly faces. So should my papers, yellow with their age, be scorned like old men of less truth than tongue, and your true rights be termed a poet's rage, and stretch it meter of an antique song. But were some child of yours alive that time, you should live twice in it and in my mind. Devouring time, blunt thou the lion's paws and make the earth devour her own sweet brood. Pluck the keen teeth from the fierce tiger's jaws and burn the long-lived phoenix in her blood. Make glad and sorry seasons as thou fleets and do whate'er thou wilt, swift-footed time for the whole world and all her fading sweets. But I forbid thee one most heinous crime. O oh, carve not with thy hours my love's fair brow, nor draw no lines there with thine antique pen. Him in thy course untainted do allow for beauty's pattern to succeeding men. Yet do thy worst, old time, despite thy wrong, my love shall in my verse ever live young. Look in thy glass, and tell the face thou viewest. Now is the time that face should form another, whose fresh repair, if now thou not renewest, thou dost beguile the world, unbless some mother. For where is she so fair, whose uneared womb disdains the tillage of thy husbandry? Or who is he so fond, will be the tomb of his self-love? to stop posterity. Thou art thy mother's glass, and she in thee calls back the lovely April of her prime, 
so thou through windows of thine age shalt see, despite of wrinkles, this thy golden time. But if thou live remembered not to be, die single, and thine image dies with thee. Mine eye hath played the painter, and hath still thy beauty's form in table of my heart. My body is the frame wherein tis held, and perspective it is best painter's art. For through the painter must you see his skill to find where your true image pictured lies, which in my bosom's shop is hanging still, that hath his windows glazed with thine eyes. Now see what good turns eyes for eyes have done. Mine eyes have drawn thy shape, and thine for me are windows to my breast, where through the sun delights to peep, to gaze therein on thee. Yet eyes this cunning want to grace their art. They draw but what they see. Know not the heart. Oh, that you were yourself, but love you are no longer yours, than you yourself here live. Against this coming end you should prepare and your sweet semblance to some other give. So should that beauty, which you hold in lease, find no determination. Then you were yourself again, after yourself's decease. When your sweet issue, your sweet form should bear. Who lets so fair a house fall to decay? which husbandry in honor might uphold against the stormy gusts of winter's day and barren rage of death's eternal cold. Oh, none but unthrifts, dear my love, you know you had a father. Let your son say so.
Persuade me I am old, so long as youth and thou are of one date. That when in thee time's furrows I behold, then look I death, my days should expiate. For all that beauty that doth cover thee is but the seemly raiment of my heart, which in thy breast doth live as thine in me. How can I then be elder than thou art? O therefore, love, be of thyself so wary as I, not for myself, but for thee will, bearing thy heart, which I will keep so cherry as tender nurse her babe from faring ill. Presume not on thy heart when mine is slain. Thou gavest me thine, not to give back again. When I do count the clock that tells the time And see the brave day sunk in hideous night When I behold the violet past prime And sable curls all silvered o'er with white When lofty trees I see barren of leaves Which erst did from heat did canopy the herd and summer's green all girded up in sheaves, borne on the bier with white and bristly beard. Then of thy beauty do I question make, that thou among the wastes of time must go, since sweets and beauties do themselves forsake and die as fast as they see others grow. And nothing against time's side can make defense Save breed to brave him when he takes the hints. As an unperfect actor on the stage, who with his fear is put beside his part, or some fierce thing replete with too much rage, whose strength's abundance weakens his own heart. So I, for fear of trust, Forget to say the perfect ceremony of love's right, and in mine own love's strength seem to decay, or charged with burden of mine own love's might. Oh, let my books be then the eloquence and dumb presages of my speaking breast, who plead for love and look for recompense, more than that tongue that more hath more expressed. Oh, learn to read what silent love hath writ, to hear with eyes, belongs to love's fine wit. Weary with toil, I haste me to my bed, the dear repose for limbs with travel tired. But then begins a journey in my head, 
to work my mind when body's works expired. For then my thoughts from far where I abide intend a zealous pilgrimage to thee and keep my drooping eyelids open wide looking on darkness which the blind do see save that my soul's imaginary sight presents thy shadow to my sightless view which like a jewel hung in ghastly night makes black night beauteous and her old face new Lo, thus by day my limbs, by night my mind, for thee and for myself no quiet find. When to the sessions of sweet silent thought I summon up remembrance of things past, I sigh the lack of many a thing I sought, with old woes new wail my dear time's waste. Then can I drown an eye unused to flow for precious friends hid in death's dateless night and weep afresh love's long since canceled woe and moan the expense of many a vanished sight. Then can I grieve at grievances foregone and heavily from woe to woe tell o'er the sad account of formimoned moan, which I knew paid as if not paid before. But if the while I think on thee, dear friend, all losses are restored and sorrows end. Oh, <laughs> 
more be grieved at that which thou hast done. Roses have thorns, and silver fountains mud. Clouds and eclipses stain both moon and sun, and loathsome canker lives in sweetest bud. All men make faults, and even I in this, authorizing thy trespass with compare, myself corrupting, serving thy amiss, excusing thy sins more than thy sins are. But to thy sensual fault I bring in sense. Thy adverse party is thy advocate, and against myself a lawful plea commence. Such civil war is in my love and hate that I an accessory needs must be to that sweet thief which sourly robs from me. <laughs> take all my loves, my love, take them all. <laughs> well, what hast thou then more than thou hadst before? No love, my love, that thou mayst true love call. All mine was thine before thou hadst this more. Then, if for my love thou my love receivest, I cannot blame thee, for my love thou usest, but yet be blamed. If thou thyself deceivest by willful taste of what thyself refusest, I do forgive thy robbery, gentle thief, although thou steal thee all my poverty. And yet, love knows it is a greater grief to bear love's wrong than hate's known injury. Lascivious grace, in whom all ill well shows, Kill me with spites, yet we must not be foes. <laughs> Betwixt my eye and heart a league is took, and each doth good turns now unto the other, when that mine eye is famished for a look, or heart in love with sighs himself doth smother, with my love's picture, then, my eye doth feast, and to the painted banquet bids my heart. Another time, mine eye is my heart's guest, and in his thoughts of love doth share a part. So either by thy picture or my love, thyself away art resonant still with me. And thou no farther than my thoughts canst move, and I am still with them, and they with thee. Or if they sleep, thy picture in my sight awakes my heart to hearts and eyes delight. Oh, me, what eyes have love put in my head which have no correspondence with true sight. <laughs> or if they have, where is my judgment fled? It censures falsely what they see aright. If that be fair, whereon my false eyes dote, what means the world to say it is not so? 
if it be not, that love doth well denote love's eye is not so true as all men's. No, how can it? How can love's eye be true that is so vexed with watching and with tears? No marvel, then, that I mistake my view. The sun itself sees not till heaven clears. Oh, cunning love, with tears thou keeps me blind, lest eyes well seeing thy foul faults should find. <laughs> Since brass, nor stone, nor earth, nor boundless sea, but sad mortality o'ersways their power, how with this rage shall beauty hold a plea? whose action is no stronger than a flower. Oh, how shall summer's honeyed breath hold out against the wreckful siege of battering days, when rocks impregnable are not so stout, nor gates of steel so strong, but time decays? Oh, fearful meditation, where, alack, shall time's best jewel from time's chest lie hid? Or what strong hand can hold his swift foot back? Or who his spoils of beauty can forbid? Oh, none, unless this miracle have might, that in black ink my love may still shine bright. <laughs> Shadow shadows doth make bright 
How would thy shadows form, form happy show, to the clear day, with thy much clearer light, when to unseeing eyes thy shade shines so? How would, I say, mine eyes be blessed made by looking on thee in the living day? When in dead night thy fair imperfect shade through heavy sleep on sightless eyes doth stay. All days are nights to see till I see thee, and nights bright days and dreams to show thee me. That time of year thou mayst in me behold, when yellow leaves or none or few do hang upon those boughs which shake against the cold, bare ruined choirs where late the sweet birds sang. In me thou seest the twilight of such day as after sunset fadeth in the west, which by and by black night doth take away death's second self that seals up all in rest. In me thou seest the glowing of such fire that on the ashes of his youth doth lie as on as the deathbed whereon it must expire consumed with that which it was nourished by. This thou perceivest which makes thy love more strong to love that well which thou must leave ere long. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough wings do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is his gold complexion dim, and every fair from fair sometime declines, by chance or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, when in eternal lines to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe or eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Say that thou didst forsake me for some fault, and I will comment upon that offense. <laughs> Speak of my lameness, and thy straits will halt, against the reasons making no defense. Thou canst not, love, disgrace me half so ill to set a form upon desired change as I'll myself disgrace. Knowing thy will, I will acquaintance strangle and look strange. Be absent from thy walks, and in my tongue thy sweet beloved name no more shall dwell, lest I, too much profane, should do it wrong, and haply of our old acquaintance tell. 
For thee, against myself, I'll thou debate. For I must ne'er love him whom thou dost hate. <laughs> Not marble nor the gilded monuments of princes shall outlive this powerful rhyme. But you shall shine more bright in these contents than unswept stone besmeared with sluttish time. When wasteful war shall statues overturn, and royals root out the work of masonry, nor Mars his sword, nor war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory. Against death and all oblivious enmity shall you pace forth. Your praise shall still find room, even in the eyes of all posterity, that wear this world out to the ending doom. So till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this and dwell in lovers' eyes. with fortune in men's eyes I all alone beweep my outcast state and trouble death heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate wishing me like to one more rich in hope featured like him, like him with friends possessed desiring this man's art and that man's scope with what I most enjoy contented least Yet in these thoughts, myself almost despising, happily I think on thee, and then my state, like to a lark at break of day arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings that then I scorn to change my state with kings. When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep 
my outcast state and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art that man's scope with what I most enjoy, contented least. Yet in these thoughts, myself almost despising, happily I think I'm thee. And then my state, like to the lark at break of day arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love Remember, such wealth brings that then I scorn to change my state with kings. When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy contented least. Yet in these thoughts, myself almost despising, happily, I think on me. And then my state, like to the lark at break of day, arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered, such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. <laughs> <laughs> When, in disgrace, with fortune in men's eyes, I, all alone, beweep my outcast, <laughs> and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, look on myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy, contented least. And in this thoughts myself almost despising, happily I think on thee. And then my state, like to the lark at break of day, rising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. <laughs> 